0: Meeting is
1: being recorded. What's going on, y'all? This your boy, Chris Simmons, coming to you with another podcast episode on this Tuesday evening, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's the first of February, which y'all already know what that means. It's Black History Month, man. Y'all know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my brothers and sisters, all my ancestors, you know what I'm saying, that took, that risked their life to be able to fight for black, black rights and liberation, because, uh, I have to be honest, I would not be here today if it was not for my ancestors that, you know, decided to risk their life to, you know, be able to march out on the streets and to be able to stand up against white supremacy. Um, I understand that there's still, we still got some ways to go, man, you know what I'm saying? There's no way, shape, or form that things are where, you know, at least I would like it, or at least most of black America would like it to be, but, you know, we are still in a constant fight, you know what I'm saying? But... You know, I know that, you know, this is the month where we take time to salute to all that, all the icons and African-American history. You know, I know one popular one that everybody knows Martin Luther King. And I mean, we just celebrated his birthday about a few weeks ago. We got Malcolm X, my brother. We got uh, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, uh, Frederick Dar- Douglass, Marcus Garvey. I mean, I can keep going on and on and on, but you get the point. You know, this is the time where we celebrate and reflect on you know all the things that our ancestors have done and you know this is i'm gonna take i'm gonna do a lot more this month i know that you know i have to admit i've been slacking but i know this month i know that there are some events going on in my school so you know there's some black history events that's going on so i'll be taking part of that uh discussion Uh, i'm interested in going to one next week next actually next tuesday It's called I'm Blacker Than You, and I was reading the description, and it seems like a very open dialogue conversation, definitely going to take place in that, hopefully get a chance to uh, participate in some more events, because, you know, I'm really passionate about this, you know, in in honor of Black History Month, I also got a book, Uh, this right here, I don't know if you guys read this, but the new Jim Crow, The Mass Incarceration, Um, it's talking about basically, you know, the justice system, and talking about how there's some uh, racial disparities in the justice system. And, you know, just all that. So, you know, in honor of that, I want to continue to keep learning, continue to keep brushing up on my history because it's very important. You know what I'm saying? It's very important. And I want to continue to keep educating myself in terms of that regard. But anyway, I just had, I thought I had to uh, just open up with that. You know, I couldn't uh, slip past that, knowing that February 1st, knowing that Black History Month is one of those months that gets looked over. But I had to make light to that, to that, you know, to that event. But anyway... Uh as you can see, uh we're gonna have another great episode today. Uh she don't need inter- she don't need no introduction. She came on my show last time. Uh very inspiring, very bright young uh lady that's on my podcast today. So, uh ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Miss Sandra Cruz. What's going on with your girl? How you doing? Hey Chris, how are you? Thank you for having me. I just wanna point out I love how
0: you we're about to say young
2: lady, you can always use young with
1: me. Mm, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Hell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I should just went ahead and said it. You know what I'm saying? I should just went ahead and said it for real for real. I don't think it would have offended yeah. you. I don't think it would have offended you at all. Um
0: not at all. Not at all. And and let me tell you, it's a great month. I love how your introduction. It's absolutely a great month. Yes, ma'am. Um thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for having me
1: once again. Yes, ma'am. I can already feel that this is gonna be a, a really great episode. Um, as you can see this time, we're going to have some, uh, video because last time when I tried to record a podcast with her, this zoom wasn't working for some reason. That's why I did not post the YouTube version because you couldn't even see my face, but now you can see my face, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to make sure I'm going to put this out there on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So we will have a video version of me and Sandra. So I am excited. I'm glad that zoom decided to work today uh hopefully one day we can we can get in person and do an episode, but as of right now, we're just gonna continue to keep rocking and rolling with zoom uh but anyway, yeah. but anyway, man, you know i I'm gonna go ahead and get right into the topic because this is a topic that I meant to talk about early in the year um I know that I was supposed to be on with uh another lady, but I know she has some stuff, she has some family stuff coming up, uh so she will not be on till later in the year. Um, but it's all good because I got, I got somebody else who's willing to step in and do it because, you know, we, we, like I said, we connected on a personal level and I'm glad that she is able to do this episode. So it, it went well. The reason I say that because it, it was, it was part of my model going into 2022. And for those of you who, who don't know, I do a model every year. Um, well, I actually started this in like 2020. I started, you know, doing models for each year. Uh, last year was making a difference. So 2021's model was making a difference. Now, 2022, I came with this model and I'll tell you, I'll tell you in a minute. So for Christmas, uh, just this past Christmas, uh, I got a gift. Um, and the gift was very unique. So I don't do, I haven't done a problem to show, but I'm gonna see if I can hold this up. It's pretty big. We got a travel bag. So this is what I got. I got a little Ricardo travel bag. If you can see, it's like a little carry-on bag. Hold on, hold on. Let me see it. I know I got the computer camera on. But I got a little travel bag for Christmas. And that was one of the only things I really got um, for Christmas, on Christmas. And, you know, I was looking. I'm like, man, this is actually nice. Like, I actually needed a another travel bag because the one I had, it, it's, uh, it's starting to tear up. So, it was just kind of a coincidence how I got that travel bag on Christmas morning. I was very thankful for it. You know, my parents had went out and got it for me. So, I was very appreciative of them. Um, so, I was like, you know, I was looking at it. And I'm like, man, like, what would I really need to use a travel bag for? And it was kind of like one of those moments I had. You know, it's kind of like that connection I had. You feel me? Just kind of connecting the dots. And I was like, man, I think this was kind of a coincidence that I got a travel bag because in 2022 is an indicator that I'm gonna be going places come on somebody so that would that's my motto for this year It's called going places which is why I want to talk about this um I wanted to talk about this topic because in 2022 some of y'all might have some destinations that y'all about to pull up to okay And 2022 can be the year where you decide to take off in your purpose right so sandra i don't know about you but i've i've gotten into traveling like I, I love to travel do you like to travel
0: i absolutely love to travel i mean i lived in alaska for like six months mm. um i haven't Ooh. been able to do much traveling lately but i i mean heck i've been able to move from Connecticut to Maryland, D.C. to D.C. to Florida, from Florida to Puerto Rico. So traveling is definitely on my list. I can and I've been to California. Mm. I want to add some more destinations on that list, though, as time comes. And I think 2022 is just going to be the year for that.
2: Mm.
1: Yes, ma'am. I know I got some things on my. I, know, I got some places on my list. Uh, I was thinking about actually taking a trip to Miami this summer uh, to see one, of my, see one of my friends. I've never been to Miami. Keep in mind, I've never. Oh been man,
0: to Miami. Miami's great.
1: Yeah. Isn't it pretty
0: Just close? make sure you bring a lot of money. Sure lot of money. <laughs> it's expensive. Okay. As all heck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: um, I'm appreciative of that. I'm thankful that you told me that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, for, compared to when I went there, I went there about a couple of years. Well, I want to say about 10 years ago now. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went about 10 years ago and, um, I can just tell you, and I lived in Orlando, and I can just tell you it was very expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it's much more now than what it was before. Oh wow! Um, but it's definitely worth going. It's definitely worth seeing. South Beach is really nice, um, and they have a beautiful they have beautiful beaches. Caribbean. It's basically Caribbean. That, that's what it feels like to me. The Caribbean.
1: Well, how far is like Puerto Rico from Miami? Is it pretty? Is it pretty close to Miami? Or- like by plane yes
0: yeah, so i got about an hour and a half actually because from orlando it's two so i'm assuming it's like two i would say two So by the time you get to the airport you put your luggage in the one your parents gave you um <laughs> put that in and then you know all that good stuff it's about two hours mm. mm-hmm. i mean you get here in no time and
2: okay. maybe
0: you can put puerto rico on your destination list as well
1: well like i said i've been there like i was on a cruise like uh in twenty eighteen and the cruise line just happened to land in Puerto Rico. So I I, I might have passed you. I might have just not known it. But I'm I might have seen you in there. I don't know. But I Oh But I don't know. But now I know you over there. I have to specifically come to see you, right? So I definitely gotta come exactly. check you out. I gotta come check you out though. But
0: and then we can do our live podcast. Like we don't have to have it through Zoom. We can actually do it one on one. both
1: of us there for sure for sure definitely definitely uh definitely got to pull back up to puerto rico and stuff like that but yeah 2022 like that that's one of my goals is to hopefully go to multiple places that i haven't been to i know new york uh was going was on my list i I thought i was going to go to new york next month but uh they got too many restrictions over there so we're just gonna have to hold out on that (laughs) they got way too many restrictions Um,
0: you know, now that you say restrictions, I heard on the news today Denmark lifted their restrictions for coming in for COVID. So mm. Denmark could be on your list now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I definitely want to travel outside the U.S. as well. Maybe go over there to yeah, Africa. Me too. Maybe go over to Africa. I haven't been to Africa. I want to check out the motherland. You feel me? My cousin
0: went there And she posted her pictures It was beautiful mm. I was like Now nah, I gotta go there And she said It was absolutely amazing
1: mm. That's what I'm talking about Well yeah I definitely gotta Plan that out And You know It's funny how We talk about traveling You know And all the places That we wanna go You realize that You know In order to get there You gotta have Some type of plan You gotta set it up somehow Right And right. You know, usually when you're planning out this trip, right, you got to be able to determine, okay, what's my budget? Okay, what's my budget? How am I going to get there? Where am I going to stay, right? In order for you to have that nice experience to wherever your destination is, you got to be willing to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're trying to travel outside the country, yeah. you got to have everything right. And I'll use this example. So my granddad, so my grandparents actually wanted to go to Niagara Falls for the anniversary, uh, I think just this past, uh, last summer, 2021. And because they didn't prepare, because they didn't take the time to renew their passports, they had to miss out because they didn't do the work that it took to get on that trip to the Niagara Falls because they forgot that they did not they didn't. They had to have a passport in order to go over there because it's Canada. You're going across the border. You know, if you're going from the mm-hmm. U.S. to Canada, you need a passport. So usually, sometimes we miss out on certain experiences is because we don't put in the work to get the desired result that we want. See, your destination okay. is determined yeah. is dependent. On your determination. Come on, somebody. Let me say that again. Your destination is dependent on your determination. So in order for you to get to where you want to be in your life, you got to have some determination, some will, and, and the willingness to put in the work in order to get there. You know what I'm saying? See, that's 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 the problem with a lot of us. Sometimes we miss out on experiences is because we don't put in the proper work. We don't put in the proper preparation. Right? We just think that okay, we're just gonna go out here and we're just gonna do it. No. In in with everything you do in life, it don't matter what it is. No matter what you do. Right. If, if it's a if you're trying to run a marathon, right? If you're trying to become a musician, if you're trying to become an entrepreneur or a famous chef and the list keeps going on, but whatever you do, there has to be some type of planning that you do in order for you to be able to reach your destination, right? Just like when you travel, okay, we're going back to travel. So when you plan a trip, right, you got to have a plan on, okay, what is it that I want to have happen? What is it that when we get to the when we get to the, the destination, where is it that we're gonna stay? You know how you gonna get around? You know what? what you know what I'm saying like what you are gonna be eating? Right? There's always some type of planning process. You know when it comes to going into a trip, right? So you have to be able to learn how to plan precisely, plan ahead, right? You know what I'm saying because those who plan ahead and you know are able to look toward the future, will be able to be more set up in terms of being able to accomplish whatever their dream is. And, you know, I want to relate it back to life as well, because, you know, in life, you know, you got to plan. That's why people tend to be ahead in in front of others in terms of whatever it is that they want to do. That's why people tend to get ahead is because they take the time to be able to plan whatever it is that they're trying to do so that that would be that would be my thing your destination is dependent on your determination so if you don't put no work guess what we ain't gonna get nothing, right I don't get nowhere so you gotta be willing to put in the work even if it's hard because anything yeah. you do is hard i mean i don't i don't care what it is when you plan a trip it's hard it's stressful
2: <laughs> you know what
1: i'm saying yeah. like when you plan a trip like when you're trying to start a business it's stressful Right? It's very stressful. You t- you're, you're trying to figure out how you're going to get off the ground. That's probably one of the hardest things, trying to get off the ground, trying to get something started. Because sometimes you're afraid of things going wrong, which is why sometimes you are um, uncomfortable going into a different phase in your life. It's because sometimes, you know, when you've been called to a destination, you may not be familiar with all the obstacles that come with the destination. And so that's uh-huh. why some of us, we, we tend to feel scared when we go into a new destination or when we go into a new phase of our life is because we are afraid of the type of the new challenges and the new obstacles. But you got to uh-huh. get over that. You got you, you to be willing to work through those obstacles and be able to take on those new challenges in order for you to continue to keep growing and continue to keep moving forward in your life. Because if you stay, if you stay in one spot, understand, if you stay still, nothing's going to change. If you just continue to keep doing what's comfortable and you never go out and branch yourself out into different, different areas of your life that you could be good at, you will always be in the same spot. That's why you got to be able to be willing to go to new adventures, new heights, because in order, because risk comes with reward, and the bigger the risk, the bigger reward. So you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone, even if it's a place that maybe God has called you. That may you may be like, man, why why am I doing this? Why am I taking on this leadership position? You know, why why you got me co- going over here? Why you got me going over there? You know, I was comfortable here. Why I got to go here? Because mm-hmm. you, because what's happening is you being stretched. What's happening is. You're getting into an environment to where You can Be able to grow and be able to Flourish and be able to stretch Yourself to new Possibilities So that's my take Right. So Sandra
2: You know You,
0: <laughs> you know I, I love exactly How you described it um, I can tell you my story You know I for so long I was stuck And I think that what happened when you're stuck is you're not efficient you're not efficient and there's research that shows that when you discipline yourself to um, but if they stop multitasking and I'm gonna add to that um, when you become self-aware of your your inner critic the voices in your head or we can call them voice of judgment I think you liberate yourself and you become more efficient in life uh, to go wherever you want to go, whether it's planning a trip or whether it's becoming the next biggest author or becoming the next best coach, you become super efficient. And research shows that only 2.5% are successful at this, at clearing the clutter. I love to call it clearing the clutter.
2: Mm.
0: Why? Because on a daily, we talk to ourselves and on a daily, we say things to ourselves. Uh, whether it's did I water that plant, did I go outside, Uh, who's outside, Uh, is Chris going to call me for the next podcast, (laughs) is, uh, you know, is, you know, so many things we say to ourselves, And sometimes that enter there, there's negative self-talk that arises. And I think that one of the things that keeps us stuck is that negative self, self, self self-talk. And you mentioned it, you said fear, fear is that negative self-talk where does that come from so i think that becoming super aware of the things we say to ourselves for example um these are like go-to phrases that we say to ourselves you know we judge ourselves we put ourselves down um you know and some people i know for me I used to say to myself all the time, and, and I remember I lived in Florida and I was really depressed and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't sleep. But when I tell you, Chris, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't sleep day in and day out. It was like almost a full year of no sleep. So I would get up in the morning, like around six o'clock. I had to be at work actually look at like 7.30. So I get up like 5.45. I'd go in, I'd go to 7-Eleven. Cause I, I don't know if you have 7-Eleven out there, but mm-hmm. they have them in Florida. Let me just tell you, I used to get their big old cup of coffee. Um, and I used to smoke a cigarette. How does that even work? Like just fully, yeah, uh, is right. I don't even know, but I was so boggled in my mind because what I kept saying to myself is, even though I had a job and I was working underneath a counselor, I was working for a charter school. I would say to myself, "I'm not enough," and these were my go-to phrases: "I'm not enough." I can't get anything done. I can't do it. And that replayed in my mind over and over. It became like the revolving door or that broken record that just keeps playing. And so what happened to me was I was stuck, literally. It's like it was like living in a box and the box is your issue. And all you can see is the four corners of the box. You can't look up. And as much as you try to climb those, those Go-to phrases wouldn't let you come out. So it kept the clutter going in my head. It's like when you're in a garage and you open it and there's tons of stuff sticking around in the garage and you can't open the door. But as much as you try, and you try every single day and all that, all that, all that tends to happen. And so when you're seeing that you open and open and you can't open it, guess what happens? You stay stuck just like the door, it doesn't go anywhere else. And so, like you said, if you have determination, then you, one of the things on that list, when you have that determination is becoming Mm self-aware. And when you become self-aware, you are able to stop those voices in your mind. When you become self-aware of them, you're able to say, wait a minute, hold on. Where is this coming from? Where does it actually come from? Where, what is this? Is it fear? And so for me, one of the biggest things for me was becoming self-aware. And so over the years, I became super self-aware, and I started realizing, okay, what am I saying to myself? And I can remember, I was in this de- uh, when I was in the depression. I was so cluttered, Chris, that I ended up having an accident. I remember I was on—I um, don't know for those of for those of you listening who know what Orlando is all about in Florida. You know, they have huge roads, it's like four lanes. And so I, um, at one point, um, was driving down the road and I remember looking back and hitting a four by four straight on. And it just happened all of a sudden. I had to crawl out through my window. And so I didn't, at that moment, I didn't realize. And so for me, the first thing I said to myself, look at me. Look at how bad I even had to go get into accidents. I can't even, I don't have a, I don't have a job now. Because I remember I had just been fired from a job. And I was going home. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have a job now. I got into an accident. I don't have money. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have anything. I don't have this. I don't have that. I felt like I was drowning. And it wasn't until I started to actually go to therapy that I understood, okay, these thoughts are killing me. And he made me realize that I needed to declutter my, my brain and put some actually actual work in, like planning, just like you said. It took for me to declutter my mind, become self-aware and say to myself, okay, hold on. Hold on. Where is this coming from? What is inspiring these thoughts and how do I get rid of them? Simple becoming self-aware or stopping it in the moment and reframing my mind to think positive and when i did that i was able to look back at everything that i had done and say wow i actually have conquered great things i have actually conquered good things in my life um i think a lot of people aren't um able to do so Chris because they first of all you have to relax and a lot of people can't relax because of the anxiety that they have and so when you start relaxing your mind starts to become clear and you're able to actually listen to those voices and it's funny because I'm reading a book right now that's called the untethered soul and that book talks about how to actually become self-aware and it talks about looking at your it's looking at your thoughts as a flower pot you see the flower pot you describe the flower pot and so you have to become that witness the flower pot are those thoughts in your head and when you're able to look at that and say and say okay where is this coming from looking at your emotions as the flower pot, then you're able to start the decluttering process of your mind and able to work on that list to getting your stuff done. And so it's very interesting. Um, you know, you have to actually confront these emotions. Okay. And you have to let go of those grudges, guilt and go to's. And once you do that, you can start the decluttering process. It's an interesting process. And I went through it for many years. And it's not something that you do today and tomorrow, I got there. I'm ready. No. This is something you do for the rest of your life. Because you are constantly decluttering. Because guess what? Life is always gonna have problems. Problems never leave, they're always there. It's how you handle those problems, and it's how it's it's about how your mindset is when handling those problems. And a lot of people don't realize that because they don't become self-aware. So they just, they kind of just go about life. Oh, I can't believe it again. I'm not lucky. I'm not this, I'm not that. And that negativity feeds in to um, mind clutter. And it keeps your mind busy from ever really moving forward. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it's ever happened to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, see, I was going to jump in here as well, because I thought that was uh, interesting how you shared your story, you know, about those obstacles that you went through. You know, I I can't help but also relate it back to to my personal story as well. And I've told people this, you know, plenty of times, you know, first of all, before I share the story, you know, I think, you know, Sandra, that was a great example that you use about your personal story, because I was going to say, you know, sometimes, you know, we're talking about, you know, going to different places and destinations, you know, Sometimes, you know, on the way there, you're going to face obstacles in the journey. And so what some people what some people do is that they run they run running from the obstacle when really the ob- is the obstacle that's going to get you to your destination. Right. And I say that because, <clears throat> you know, I remember in 2020, like when I had my injury, when I tore my Achilles and, you know, I was out for the, I was out for a minute. And you know, I'm sitting there with the cast on my foot with crutches. I'm like, bird. <laughs> like, you know, like what what's my uh what's my purpose what, what you doing? <laughs> Sorry,
0: I'm pushing my phone away. <laughs> I'm,
1: like, I'm, like, you? I'm like you I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm pushing
0: my phone away right. towards my
1: mother. Oh, I got you. But yeah, no, I was saying was um you know when I was when I was in my cast and I was sitting on my bed with my crutches and I'm thinking you know what what's next you know I was like what, what where do I go from here like what was the whole point of that but you know now I look at it 2 years later it's 2022 and I'm looking at the type of work I'm doing you know with the podcast you know the fact that I just wrote a book you know what I'm saying out here impacting touching lives you know I didn't even think that I would even be doing this type of stuff, you know, if it had not been for the experience that I went through in 20, you know, I feel like looking back on it two years later, that was the experience that propelled me on a different path to the next level of my life. You know, I may have thought, okay, this is my plan, you know, but God took me in a different direction in my life, you know, and and it goes back to the Bible verse I always reference. See, you know, the heart of man can plan his ways, but the Lord directs his steps so you can have a plan. Understand that's that's Proverbs 16.9. Come on. I always reference that verse because I had to, you know, dig a little deeper into finding out what that meaning was. See, it's all good to have a plan. Right. Don't get me wrong. It's cool to plan. I like, guess you should plan the outcome, you know, and then have faith on it. You know, you know, have have the faith that it will come to pass. But sometimes the destination may be a little different than what you anticipated. And sometimes Uh the destination may not go in the way that you want it to go. So you may have been like, okay, I'm going to do A, B, C, D. Understand? But while you're going through your your journey to your destination, God might be like, okay, you may have thought you were going A, B, C, D. But let me go D, C, A, B. I'm going to put this before this happened. And then I'm going allow you to finally get over here and see how it works all together. See, that's what I had to realize. You know what I'm saying? That, may have, that 2020 year, you know, you think of 2020, you think of 2020 vision, right? You think mm-hmm. everything going to be clear, right? You think you got a clear vision, right? I'm, I'm sure a lot of people mm-hmm. thought that, you know, going to 2020, but it was a little blurry. You know, it was a little like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like what's going on here? But it's mm-hmm. everything still worked out. The way God had intended it. You know what I'm saying? So I just had to learn how to be still. Because I'm trying to control. I'm trying to take too too much control over things. I don't have no control over. And that year taught me that I have no control over some things in this world. The only thing I can control is when I get up, I can control two things. My attitude and my effort. That's it. If I'm blessed to wake up in the morning, the only thing that I can control is my attitude about it and the type of effort I'm willing to put forward. (laughs) So I had to realize during that time I had to go out and execute on the plan that God has. And I asked God during that time, "Okay, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that I, I should be doing throughout this time? And he revealed it to me mm-hmm. and that's what i was you know and here we are now this is where we're at right now because i decided to be still and continue to elevate myself to go toward the destination that i was already called to be in. see that's that's oh. see that see i'm i'm, I'm preaching I'll, I'll be preaching on here come on come on girl i'll be <laughs> <coughs>
2: i'll
1: be preaching on. Here.
2: Amen? <laughs>
1: hey, let the church say amen
2: Hey, See, let, say, amen.
0: let me tell you let me jump in there it's so true what you say you know God has a plan <laughs> for you, but how many of us really think about that? How many of us really sit down and say, "Oh my gosh, let me think about this, where should I be going? Should we incorporate them you know uh and like you said, you may be planning something, but God is planning something
2: else mm-hmm.
0: and and life itself will take you there, and so no matter how much it's like it's like going against the grain, it's like going against that wave and going against that um, going against that uh, wave of things, going against I've always used this example going into that wave of things um, going against that wave of things, and it's like a big wave, it's like the ocean, right. When there's a wave, when you surf here in Puerto Rico, there's a wave, they always teach you, what you gotta do is let the wave come over you and just go with the wave, right? And what happens? You always come out on the other side. So when you can't control something, it's about taking that wave and just going, okay, releasing, releasing, letting go. You're gonna come up on the other side. But here's the most important part, learning. What did you learn from that experience?
2: Hmm.
0: And I read a meme the other day that said, releasing what what is it releasing the past but taking taking uh releasing the past and taking what you learned with it into the future is the most important thing so um you know a lot of people don't realize that and so they keep going and they keep going in that same direction and then wonder why they never get to where they want to go so I think that what you said is actually true. You know, God has a different plan sometimes, and we've got to be—we've got to widen ourselves enough to know what's going on and be able to see that and think outside the box.
1: Mm. Yes, ma'am. So. Yes, ma'am. There you go. Now, I will, uh, and I'll also say this as well. Um, you know, when 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 you have a certain. You know, destination that God has called you to be Don't worry about Trying to bring your homeboys And your friends Who don't understand what's happening Understand? Because sometimes, you know, when we follow God We gotta be willing To give up what we thought we knew In order to go in the same direction That God wants us in our life. See, sometimes we try to carry around Bags Come on, somebody See, when we have a destination that we've been called to go, sometimes we bring it around, we trying to have people come with us. Sometimes it may not require that. Sometimes you just got to get up and walk. You understand? Because some of us, when we take off in the, in the airplane, right when we take off in that private jet, some of us, bruh, we be trying to go back to our past, And to people that ain't got no support in us. See, you can't be worried about, oh, what's this person going to think? Oh, man, like, I thought that I was going to be doing this because this person told. Come on now. See, one thing we we forgot is not their life. Just because something didn't work out, you know, for the good of somebody else, don't mean it ain't going to work out for the good of yourself. See, That's what we' missing right. because we're trying to bring right. bag fees, come on somebody see when you go to when you go into when you go into the airport and you go to the counter right you're gonna probably have depending on where you're going, you're probably gonna have some you know, good amount of bags with you you traveling with more than one person they're gonna have bags they're gonna have some big bags, especially if you're female and you like to travel. I got three fem- females Thank in my you. family they they be loading them bags. Right? They, they, they bag. I don't understand it. I don't understand what what, what they be carrying in those bags, but they're heavy. And so, one thing that I noticed is how uh, different airlines will check your bags on the plane. Okay? And usually, there's a weight limit of 50 pounds. Okay? And if your bag goes over 50 pounds, you got to pay something called bag fees. Right? So, that means your bag too heavy to be carried on the plane. How many of y'all have been bringing people around your life that have been weighing your plane down with bag fees? Come on, somebody. See, that's the problem. That's why we can never, ever take off into our new destination because we keep carrying around heavy loads. We keep carrying around... People who are always negative toward us, who are always discouraging us from going after our purpose because they' thinking, "Oh, this has never been done before, oh man, nobody in our family has ever done this. Why are you going after this route? Why don't you stay here? Are you sure? are you sure you want to go here? Are you sure that this is the purpose of your life? See so uh-huh. a lot of people you know they talk about, oh, I have faith, you know, I'm praying to God, you know, this and that I'm a believer." Right, but then when it when mm-hmm. he asks you to do something that's outside the norm, then all of a sudden you want to play hide and seek. All yeah. of a sudden you want to be yeah. like, "Oh, I don't know about this direction. I don't know about this guy. Like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 that's not what I had in mind. Stop thinking about what you had in mind because that's not how it's going to right. go. So, <laughs> you want to get the right. maximum out of your life. You have to be willing to do,
2: yeah." Yeah.
1: What nobody else is doing. So. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. It's that baggage that you carry, and you know when they start saying that to themselves, like you said, the baggage. It's all. It all comes from fear. Fear. Mm -hmm. Fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. So how do we get rid of that fear? You know what I'm saying? Because if not, you're gonna pay the price for that fear of being stuck, never getting where you need to be, of never being where you need to be, Um, and it's completely. It's a complete showstopper mm. Because it stops you from getting ahead
2: mm-hmm.
0: And yet all it does is cause consequences
1: mm. Mm. Yes ma'am Yes ma'am See here's one, here's one thing I want y'all to realize Whenever you start to make progress Your enemies will start to attack
2: Ooh,
1: hey. Let me say that one more time
2: oh. Whenever
1: whenever you start to make progress, Mm -hmm. your enemies will start to attack. (coughs) Excuse me. So, this happens all the time. People gonna leave you when you're down, but here's the thing. When you get up, man, that's when they start to attack the most. And that is what Allows our plane. To spiral out of control. That's why we tend to. Lose control. Of the wheel. Or of the steering wheel. I'm sorry. Because of an Mm -hmm. attack. That is made by our haters. See that's why sometimes. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We still. End up having a hard time. Going to that next level in our life. Is because. We let our enemies. Dictate our direction. See, we already had a clear direction.
2: Mm-hmm. All
1: we had to do was just land the plane. But because we let our enemies, mm-hmm. we let those people that doubted us, we let those people that hated on us tell us, oh, no, you're not going mm-hmm. you to make it. You ain't going to make it. You ain't going to be here. You ain't going to be nothing. Because we allowed that to happen
2: mm-hmm.
1: is the reason mm-hmm. why we tend mm-hmm. to never get to where we need to be and so I want y'all to rip mm-hmm. I want y'all to under, help, help me I want y'all to do this for me man every time that an enemy comes to attack I just want you to say appreciate you my brother now watch me work appreciate you my sister Yeah. now watch me work
2: Yeah.
1: see that's that's our problem right yeah. now that's our problem is we let our haters get in our mind, and that's why we we tend to stay, we tend to go out of control. Cause don't you realize that they see you, see, see? Let me let me tell you something. Your biggest audience is gonna be your haters. Your biggest audience yep. is gonna be your haters, cause your haters is always watching you. you. Believe that. Your haters is always watching you, because you know why they watching you? They watching to see. You. If you're gonna crash that plane, that's why they. That's why they're watching you, bro. Because they know that the path you're on is incredible, but because they yeah. wish that they weren't, they were on that path, and they aren't right now. That's why they come and attack you. So be ready to be attacked along your journey, because I don't want you to think that oh, because I'm doing well, I'm doing great that don't mean that there's not going to be any attacks that come your way. See, we talk about Mm -hmm. going on journeys. We talk about, yeah, clear your mind, all that stuff, because that's important because you got to be ready for the attacks. You got to be ready to handle those attacks that people try to throw at you. Yeah. I think that that, like,
0: those people that you talk about are a part of that decluttering process. I can't tell you how many times in my life I had to part ways with people because of that, because they weren't there for me. They fed me negativity and it didn't help the path that I was going on Mm
2: -hmm.
0: at all. What it did was bring down my path. And so I would start to feel bad. I would start to feel like them because they in their minds couldn't get it together. So that, that phrase that misery loves company is so true. How many of us have heard that, you know, misery loves company. And it's so true. If you think about it, every time someone comes to attack you, it's because they see something in you that they don't have mm. and that they wish they could have. And so sometimes you have to take that and you have to move apart from that. And you have to say, OK, I'm going to go on my own journey because right now you're not conducive or you're not serving any purpose in my life. And I have a story about that. I always got stories. <laughs> so. I had a friend. I had made friends with this person, and this person was a friend of mine, and I thought we were so good friends. But I kept noticing throughout our friendship, you know, I was going a certain way. I was uh, in my first master's. It was 2000. What was it? 2000. I want to say it was 2008 I started my master's. I don't even know. It was so, so long about Anyway, so I was studying and I was living in Florida, and this person, became my friend very quickly and we became very close. Well, what happened was that after a while, I started noticing that she would put me down, that she would say bad things to me, or she would talk or she would criticize the fact that I love, because I love to study, I read, I, I like learning new things. So she would kind of criticize the way I was, criticize what I was wearing, criticize, or sometimes she would sit down and throw personal things that I had said to her out when we were all in conversation and people were around. It was always like a constant personal attack towards me. And let me just tell you something. I, my, my, my father always showed me, you know, Yo, don't say anything. Be quiet. Just, you know, don't worry about it. And I know he was trying to do something positive and teach me how to not have conflict. But I had to relearn that that day because I remember clearly the disrespect that came out of her mouth. And it was so disrespectful and so I think I had ba- had enough. It got to the point where friends were friends friends were um, friends of mine didn't want her around. Um, the negative attitude, the energy was just so thick. and I remember one day saying, I remember crying, and one of my best friends saying to me, "You know you don't have to put up with anything you don't want to." And that's the day I walked out of my house, I walked out of my car, I um, I shut the door and I never spoke to her again. And let me tell you something, it's been about 10 years. Um, I have no ill will towards people, I wish her well, but I knew that I had to separate myself. Why? Because, like you said, it, that energy was dragging me down and not bringing me into my purpose. And that's the key. If there are things that are dragging you down, not bringing your purpose, it's the enemy. That includes negative self-talk, people. That includes anything that is going on that is not bringing you into your purpose. So I have to wholeheartedly agree with you, you know. And for me, it was a learning experience. And so now, as I get older, anything that does not serve me to go into my purpose, to go forward, I've learned to eliminate it. Um with no hatred, no nothing. There's no reason for that because I've understood where is this person coming from? Where are they operating from? And nine times out of 10, they're operating out of brokenness. Broken can be fixed. They're not damaged. I hate when people say damaged. Damage doesn't exist. Broken exists because you can fix broken. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But if they're not willing to see it, they'll never fix it. So you've got to move on. And you've got to say, you want to know what? thank you. You served your purpose in my life, but I think I have to go the other way Mm -hmm. in order for me to be successful. And I thank God I did. Um, Just because I learned. I learned what I needed. I learned that in doing so, I found peace. I found solace. And now that I'm older, Chris, now that I'm older and I'm looking at this, and when I see something, I immediately know. When I see a red flag and I see too many things that are too conflictive or not conducive to what I'm trying to do, I simply just become self-aware, ask myself where it's coming from, recognize it, and part ways peacefully. Mm -hmm. And I think that that a lot of times people don't know how to do that. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever had to part ways with somebody?
1: Oh yeah. Or something that wasn't serving? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean you can talk about yeah. it. I mean I can go into the fact that you know, I didn't realize this till after I graduated high school. Um I it's funny how like there's about four thousand people that went to my school. I went to one of those big schools. It was like a bunch of people at my school, a bunch of people, I think there's about a thousand people in my graduation class. I would not to any of them now. And, you know, just oh. looking back, and <laughs> looking back, you know, just at my high school experience, thinking that all, oh, like, all these people was, you know, gonna be there, you know. You know how people be, you know, when they get all emotional, they be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna be here for you, this, that, that. I'm gonna make sure I hip you up and call you. <coughs> when, you yep. when I came to realize, you know, that was kind of me stepping into, you know, almost that real world. You know, how, like, You know, sometimes when you separate people like that, especially from the environment where, you know, it's kind of like everybody going there, everybody, you know, seeing each other every day. See, I kind of came to the realization that, you know, the older you get, the less and less people, man, you hang around. (coughs) So. Oh.
0: That's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. The older I got, I realized the more that I had to let go and the more people, because um, it wasn't conducive to my peace. Mm-hmm. I think you get to a point where peace is number one. And when you're looking for that peace, you're willing to let go of anything that doesn't... Um, doesn't. Um, I don't want to say... Um, think about it in Spanish. That's the problem being bilingual. <laughs> it's not conducive to your, speech, uh, your peace. Um, and so you let it go with such ease as you get older you're like oh I don't want that and it's funny because I saw a meme the other day that said exactly the same thing I'm like oh yeah that's me you know if it's not conducive to your peace let it go and I think I look back and I have friends from high school and we're we're cool but some of them we don't even talk anymore some of them I never even see I just see them through Facebook but we don't interact on facebook either we don't interact on anything and not because of anything it's just years have faded um and then there's people that out of high school that i had you know when i say dealings like you know we knew each other we had friendships that i look back now and i say to myself wow i can't believe i put myself in that position and i allowed this person to to feed into that negativity -hmm. And I think as you become older, it's something that you do. And I think that's part of decluttering your life.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Period. I think, like, when you get older in that regard, and, you know, I want to be able to speak this because I know, like, maybe some, you know, young people might be watching this maybe in high school and think that, oh, like, you know, I'm going to have all these people there for me and stuff like that, you know, I'm gonna, you know, have all these friends, you know, stuff like that, here's the reality situation, reality situation is like, like we said, the older you get, you know, the more, the more, you know, the more really your friends get, the more really your people become in your circle, because there's a lot of people that wish you well, but realistically, they don't want well for you, and you know, it's not because like, you know, it's not because they don't think you a bad person, it's just that when you get older, like when you get out of high school and you're trying to, you know, become a man or a woman, you're trying to get it together, you know, you just kind of thinking more about yourself. And that's really what it is. You know, when you graduate high school, you know, when you lose some of these friends, you know, some of them may not just be thinking about you the way you think they are. And no wrong with uh-huh. that. I mean, everybody just go different ways. But that's why you got to have uh-huh. some type of goals and ambitions for yourself. You know, sometimes you got to be a little selfish. You know, sometimes, you know, you may be trying to include all these people. Sometimes, you know, people ain't always going to, you know, be on the same, you know, click-clack with you, man. But it's all good. You know, like uh-huh. I was saying earlier, you don't have to force your way into a to a, a friendship or a relationship with somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I think the reason why, I like, you know, a lot of those people I didn't talk, keep in contact with at the high school is just because, you know, they had different routes and different paths. You know, some of them, uh-huh. like... You know, some of them were, were I ain't gonna no fake. Some of them were fake. Some of them, yeah. like, they were smiling at me in school. They'd be like, oh, hey, what's up, Chris? Like, how you doing? And then i will be like, yo, like, you know, I remember a few times I try to hang out with some of my high school. They'd be like, oh, I'm busy. And then they'd be talking about, oh, yeah, on Snapchat, you know, because I had Snapchat back then. I don't have that no more. But, you know, you know, you can see them on Snapchat. Oh,
2: gosh,
1: that still exists? That still exists. I mean, sure, man. like, people, people go on Snapchat, like, don't friends, I try to hit up, like, during the, during the weekend or something, when I would be free, I was like, yo, like, you trying to hang out, you trying to come to this, do this, they was like, nah, I'm busy, but then they be on Snapchat, like, posting where they at, posting, you know, pictures with them and other, in in groups of other people, so just kind of show you, man, like, sometimes, you know, people Mm -hmm. carry around that fake mentality to where they smile in your face, but then they talking about, bad about you behind your back, so, you know, you just gotta be wa- you gotta just watch yourself, man. You know, you gotta watch yourself and you gotta uh you know, huh.
0: Like I wanted to chime in on that. You know, people who act that way, they're operating from a broken mode. They're and when I say broken because that's what they've been taught. They've been taught that. So the only thing it's like their vice. The only vice or the only mode of operating is that and that's what they run to. Mm -hmm. So, like you said, it's not that they hate you. They don't really hate you. It comes off as that. But what it is is that they're actually broken because they've been taught to do the same in their household. It's like they're programming. You know, everybody's programmed. So, you know, your parents mold you. When you're born, you're born with a blank slate. And you get taught how to eat, how how to brush your hair, how to brush your teeth, all those other things. And so they teach you how to think. And subconsciously, you're taught, even by actions, you pick up what your parents have done. You pick up the habits. And so when people are like that, and what we call now as haters, um, that's where they're operating from. And it's not an excuse. It's a way for us to understand how they operate. And that's where we can learn how to make the decision. Do we want this person in our lives? Does it? does Is it conducive to the things that I'm trying to do or the person that I am does it align mm-hmm. a lot of times it doesn't align, and that's where you can make the choice to separate yourself from
1: that right and see sometimes you know the older people get you know they start they start thinking differently you know than than you like i yeah. i actually you know what speaking of high school, I actually did uh go see a friend in Columbus Ohio um not too long ago and you know, it's just crazy. Like, now, you know, me and him used to be, you know, tight. Well, we still we still kind of are. But it's just like seeing him now after he graduated. Because he was, like, two years younger than me. And I remember he mm-hmm. graduated from uh, high school in, in 20. And I went to see him yeah. not too long ago. And I just, it's just crazy, like, how now my man completely different. Like, he do stuff that I wouldn't necessarily do. You feel me? You know, like my man involved yeah. in that type of life where it's like that fast life of what people call it. You know, trying to you know get get money, sm- smoke smoke dr- smoke weed, all that stuff. You know, get girls, all that different stuff, man. So it's kind of just you know shocking to kind of go to realize that you know some people they go their different ways, man. And that's just the nature yeah. of people as they get older. You know, some people change all the time, but. Yeah. Sometimes like you can't necessarily always. Sometimes like people people just got to figure it out. And
2: no. Yeah.
1: And Sometimes like, you know, you may try to, you know, maybe they were your friend back then. And then now, you know, they're a completely different person, you know, but Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be like, oh, like, you know, what do I do now? It's just now, you know, they just trying to figure it out. But what you can do is just continue to keep moving forward with your life. You know, offer some assistance here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe offer a little assistance. But, you know, at the end of the day, you can't be dependent on too many people to kind of vibe, force yourself to vibe with you if they ain't going, you know what I'm saying, if they ain't going to be in that same boat as you. Sometimes people just don't just don't see what you're trying to do, and when you try to have conversations with people about what you do, and sometimes they don't vibe with it, it's all right. Just know that the purpose you have for your life is different from their purpose. You know, I have no problem with people who drink, people who smoke, people who do that, but it's just for me. Like I, I just got a different lifestyle than you. You know, yep. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to agree with it at all. I don't agree with anything that you do. But just know right. that I'm on a different purpose in my life. So maybe that stuff that you're doing, it don't align with me because I'm trying to go this way and you're trying to go another way. So just realize right. that people just yeah. going to have different paths than you. That don't mean they bad. That don't mean that, you know, don't don't wish nothing on them. But it's just like sometimes, yeah. you know, in order to keep your boat or keep your plane moving, you got to put the right fuel in it. And so if you got oh, if you got toxic fuel in your engine, it's going to break down. So, you have mm-hmm. to be aware of just, you know, who do you let in your circle? Who do you yeah. let influence you? You know what I'm saying? Who do you... Because that's, that's life. Like, the type of people you round is the type of people you become. So, if you, mm-hmm. if you hang around negative people, if you hang around people that's doing the wrong thing, well, guess what? You're going to be adapted to it. Yeah. So, as, Yeah.
2: I
0: think... I think that that's so important, Chris, and you touched on something you said it doesn't mean you hate them, but um, it's simply setting up boundaries.
2: Hmm.
0: I think that's the most important because, we, you know, um, if they don't teach you with dignity and respect and they're not going on the same path that you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if they have. But you understand that there's toxicity involved. And you understand that that's not something that's aligning with you. And it's important to let that go and set up your boundary. I've had so many people I come across, like you said, like your friend, that are basically on a whole other level than I am. And I've not not necessarily let them go, but I've set my boundary. You know, they they won't be allowed into my personal life. Or they won't be allowed to see what I have to offer personally. So for me, it's that boundary I set in place. And it's a healthy boundary, you know, Um People have to earn your trust. People have to have that privilege to be around you. If you hold yourself with high regard, you hold those two things. People, you are a privilege to get to know. And they have to be healthy around you if you're trying to go somewhere. I'm not sure if a lot of people think that way. I mean, I would hope everybody does. (laughs) But unfortunately, some don't. Some don't. So they allow the toxicity to keep coming in. And it doesn't allow them to go anywhere. Mm. And that's where the baggage we spoke about before comes in, because there's consequences and repercussions to it. So, um, setting that boundary is the difference between a healthy life and an unhealthy one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that that tends to be a struggle, whether, whether it's with kids in school or even adults. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to establish... I I, I I've I mentioned this before in a, a, a way back when episode when I had my co-host Tiffany Chanel. You know, it's like mm-hmm. when you think of a road, you know, you got solid lines and you got dash lines, right? So, you know, when you're driving, I don't know how it is over there in Puerto Rico. Maybe it's the same, but you know, in the States people don't know what I'm talking about. Like you got a solid line, you got a dash line. So usually solid line mean you can't cross. But dashed yeah. lines mean that if you're on the freeway and you're trying to switch lanes, you can. Because that means you can switch yeah. lanes. And so when we talk about setting boundaries, you know, you gotta have those solid lines. Right, to where you can't have just anybody just come in your lane and just disrupt what you're trying to do. Because, uh-huh. you know what i'm saying that's what you know because that's what some that's what people can do sometimes when you let the wrong people in over your lane what's gonna happen is they're gonna crash your vehicle because you're gonna, be uh-huh. gonna be going this way they're gonna be going this way because usually side of the line mean that's a one lane road so you could be going this way they be going this way crash understand so that's why we that's what we're talking about, send, yeah. send them boundaries. Don't let nobody just go in your lane and crossing your lane. You know what I'm saying? Just don't do that. Uh, you gotta you gotta absolutely. you gotta have those boundaries to where you know what you want for yourself. Once you figure out what you want for yourself, you gotta figure out what you're willing to accept. You know, some people just yeah. accept anything. Some people just like, Yeah, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do that. But it's like
2: yeah.
1: is what you're doing gonna benefit you though. Is what you doing right. really gonna take you to where you wanna be, or is it just because you're doing it just to please somebody else? See, we got too many people pleasers out here. Talking about, oh, mm. I wanna do this for my friend, you know, my mama this, and mama them, you know, I wanna do all this and that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what do you want? What do you want for yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You 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 going, you driving yourself crazy, going trying to do everything else for somebody else, but what is it that you want? See again boundaries what do you want for yourself what are you willing to accept you got to have things you're willing to accept and willing to not accept and that's a thing we don't have and that's why we go so crazy all the time is because we just want to just say yes to everything even though it may not be right we're going to say yes to it anyway just because it makes this person happy and that's why we deal with so many of these stresses is because and that's the reason why our vision is so blurry is because we feel obligated to please everybody else, but we don't really want to please ourselves because it's all about everybody else. So, like I said... You know,
0: that's interesting that you say that because <coughs> excuse me, that stops us from really aligning with our purpose.
2: Mm. And so
0: you said it. Getting clear about what we want allows us to align with our purpose. So if we get clear I'm gonna say, well, I'm going to go this way, and all those who are trying to crash, crash over into our lane, we go, uh, uh-uh. uh, and we set that boundary and allows that person to walk away and allows us to walk in our purpose. And it's really difficult people. And the reason why it's so difficult, Chris, is because they have that clutter in their brain. Well, my mom always taught me to be this way. My dad always mm-hmm. taught me to be this way. So they played in their minds like, well, I got to be that people pleaser because that's the way I was taught. That was it. So they're constantly thinking that in their mind, but then they're pleasing people who really aren't conducive to what they're doing.
2: Mm.
0: And it's just toxicity coming in once again. And so it's like you said, it's that that toxicity crashing over into the lane where we should be able to set up a, a clear boundary and be able to say no. But boundaries are hard to clear if we don't clear the clutter in our mind. I know it was for me. I can tell you, setting my boundaries was the most difficult thing. And I learned to do that with that friend of mine years ago. And I never looked back ever since because I realized, one, how it felt like I had something lifted off my shoulder once I let it go because that toxicity weighed me down. And it was the constant negativity, the constant. And although in her mind, she probably thought it was funny. She probably thought it was this and no one thought it was funny no one thought it was funny except her
2: Hmm.
0: and she had problems with everybody even family members and so to this day i take that example and i take it with me and i say well i don't want to ever live that again because the way i felt wasn't conducive and it dragged me down i started feeling bad about myself like is this true maybe what she's saying is true well she's a friend she would never lie then i realized that's not really a friend Um, that's someone who's very broken on the inside and sees something in me that perhaps maybe they want or can't, or can't stand who knows. I cannot say, I cannot call on the operation of that person's mind, but I can definitely say it was not a place of humbleness. It was not a place of healing. It was not a place of, of alignment with what I wanted for my friends, for the things around me, for the people I wanted around me. It was difficult. It was difficult to let her go and so um but when i did i understood why and it was the right thing to do because inside i felt like that relief i mean i don't know if everybody anybody's ever felt that but that was my experience Mm. (laughs) so um that boundary is so important
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and the first rule to that is having faith in yourself and trusting those who earn it so when they earn it to be there then you know um but they have to earn it they have to earn that and I realized that because I allowed a lot of things to happen because I wasn't setting that boundary and it wasn't doing anything for me and she was crossing like you said over the lane and it was a solid line
1: mmm ooh that's dangerous cause you already know solid lines indicate that you gotta go one way (laughs) So if you got people in yeah. that lane, you know, and it says southern line, like that's basic driving school one on one. You cannot cross when yeah. it's a southern line. And some of y'all letting people do that. So like I said, like them boundaries is very important. And you know, you gotta be willing to figure out what you're willing to accept and things you're willing to not accept. Right? But right. I know we I know we uh we run Run a little short on time, so we we'll go ahead and wrap it up, man. But you already know this was a great conversation with Miss Sandra. You know, we we'll continue to keep having these conversations because it's important. You know, um, I know that I've been thinking about trying to talk about this one topic with her, but I'm gonna keep it a surprise. You know, I'm not gonna say it on camera because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to tune in next time and uh, be able to check this out because this been on my heart, man. It's been on my heart lately. And I want to continue to keep talking about this this topic that, man, it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But y'all got to find out next week, man. But y'all already know what it is, man. Go check out Miss Sandra on IG at Sandy. Was it Sandy Vet? right? Sandy Vet. How are you, you?
0: Yeah, Sandy Sandy Yvette. Sandy. Let me spell it for y'all. S-A-N-D-I-V-E-T-T-E. That's me.
1: There you go. Check her out on Instagram i uh, still waiting on that post. You going you to post my stuff later?
0: Oh, yeah. I already posted it. So if you oh, check you on my... Actually, I'm going to be posting it. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm going to be posting it later. So, yeah. Check it out on my Instagram. It's yeah. uh, first part of our podcast. Mm. Big shout out to Chris. And thank you for having me here. Mm. So you'll see that off my post. And, um, yeah. I look forward to many more podcasts with you, Chris.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. This... But definitely not be like one of the only times you'll see her because you're going to see her quite often so uh, we're going to have some very very deep conversations so just be ready man be ready be ready to you know for us to be able to uh spread the truth spread the word out here man but anyway as always follow me on instagram at disinfect your life there's no spaces no capital once again follow me on instagram at disinfect your life there's no spaces no capitals. Go check check out my latest and greatest. You know, I got my new series, Know Your Worth Wednesday. I've done eight episodes of that. So definitely go, go back and check them out, man. Cause I'm telling y'all, y'all, y'all need y'all need to listen to this stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling y'all, man. I got some great information for y'all on that. So definitely go check check that out along with, you know, I do it with my girl Heather all the time. So every Wednesday, tune in to us on my Instagram live and you'll be able to see the Know Your Worth Wednesday segment. Follow me on Twitter as well at this in your Life. That's at D I S N Yo Life. And I forgot the number one. So again, that's at D I S N Yo Life. And the number one. And then follow me on Facebook for my older generation. Still use Facebook. Follow me on Facebook at Disinfect your Life. Once again, that's at Disinfect Your Life. And then definitely on my Instagram page. Check out the new updated link tree. Got all my links in there. Got my uh, you know, got my channels to the different podcasts. You know, I got uh my social media I got my book on there. Also got my connect called. So for those of you who looking to have like a little 15 minute conversation with me, you know what I'm saying? Definitely go sign up for you connect call. is free. You know, I don't charge man. Like I said, it's free. You know, we can have a free one-on-one conversation about anything you like, man, because I want to make myself available. You know, I I just want people to feel like, you know, they can have somebody to talk to and, you know, be able to get some great wisdom, great knowledge from, you know what I'm saying, so don't be afraid, man, go ahead, you know, like I said, the link is all in the Instagram bio under my link tree, so you go check that out, man, you know what I'm saying, I'm going place this year, man, 2022, I'm going place, man, next time you see me, I might be in the studio, bro, I might be in a, a, a studio setup, man. You know what I'm saying? I might have like a little better camera than this little computer camera that I got. But yeah, you already know. That's, <laughs> that's going to be in the works, man. That's going to be in the works. But anyway, y'all, this your boy, Chris Simmons, alongside special guest, Sandra Cruz. We out. Take care, y'all. Peace. Peace.
2: Recording stuff.